Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by helping women to dream bigger and build wealth through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. Change yourself, change the world. Welcome back to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. My name is Michelle Schaefer, and I am the CEO and founder of Girl Power Alliance. I love podcasting. I wish I could do it more often than I have the opportunity to do it. I started a podcast in 2017 and kind of faded that one out in 2020 when we began the Girl Power Alliance podcast. And that has been an interview-only podcast. So when I come on here by myself, it's like a comfortable putting on a comfortable pair of shoes. <laughs> Just me and my microphone spilling my guts to you. <laughs> and I'm excited to be here today to talk about something that I think is profound and powerful. This will be a short podcast. You'll be able to get through it uh, fairly quickly. And I, it's this podcast is going to be about the power of one. Are you ready for that? I'm excited because we are living in a world where we feel like if we don't have this huge following on social media, if we don't get tons of likes, tons of views, then we have just no value. <laughs> we have no worth in the marketplace. We have no influence. We have no leadership. I rebuke it. <laughs> I just rebuke it. There is so much value in the power of one. Now, keep that in mind. I'm going to I'm going to trail off here for a minute. I have been engaged in personal development, professional development for like 20 years. I love to read. I'm a book nerd. I read books, I listen to podcasts, I watch videos, I pay for events, I've gone to seminars and trainings and retreats and workshops. A lot of them over the last almost 20 years. Maybe, uh, how old am I? Yeah, almost 20 years, not quite. I didn't really get into personal development uh, until my middle 20s, a little bit, and then really got into it in my later 20s. And, you know, I believe in personal development because I believe in this growing, this growing, moving forward. And as I started to go to events, I started taking notes. First, it was just on like the paper that they gave me. A lot of times when you go to an event, a physical in-person event, they would give you a notebook so you could take notes. So at first, that's how I did it. I took notes on the notebooks provided at the events that I would go to. And I had like all these notebooks with four pages of notes in them. And then you have, you know, what? Do you, how can you condense them? Mark my words, one day I'm going to take all of my notebooks to, and I'm going to write a book with them. One of the things that you know I learned over the years is people would take all these notes at these events and they'd go home and they wouldn't implement anything. I was like, was that a good event? Yeah, it was a good event. Like what changed in your life from that event? And oftentimes people couldn't say anything, but they took a bunch of notes, right? Well, I want to share something with you that I think is going to change your uh, view. Over the years, when you attend events with other people or somebody recommends a book to you or a, a podcast or something, people say, what did you think? How was that? And people would say, oh, it was okay. And I really began to ponder this because I would go to events or read a book or, or something, and I felt transformed by it. Why? What was the difference? 
why did I think the event had value or I thought that the book had an impact on my life, but other people didn't? It's this concept of one. I decided a long time ago that if there was one idea, one action, one thing that I could learn, even from a five-day event, regardless of the cost, if there was one thing that I could implement into my life immediately, then it was worth the investment. One thing, the power of one. If I had one takeaway that I could immediately take action on in my life or implement or apply to my business, then that entire event was worth it to me. The same if I was reading a book. I'd read a whole book, chapter after chapter after chapter. If there was one idea in that book that allowed me to have a, a shift of the way I was thinking or implement a new thing in my life, then that book was, it was worth the time it took to read the book. The, the power of one thing. See, I believe in the, in the, the compound effect, Darren Hardy, right? Taking small things and consistently applying them and then stacking them, building upon them. You know, this is lasting change. This is lasting transformation in your life. You don't have to come in one day and overhaul everything all at once. For many people, that is not sustainable. It's like you start a diet and you quit everything and you're starving and craving all this stuff. And then you just break one day because you can't handle it anymore and you go back to all of your bad habits. But if you can implement the change of one action, the change of one habit, long enough that that becomes permanent for you, then now you can apply another action or habit or thought process. And over time, these small incremental change changes that you're making, these micro habits, when you stack them one upon the other, over time, you have become a completely different person with completely different habits. The power of one, one takeaway, one habit, one thought, one change. It's profound. It's shifted my entire life. I go to events and I'm not looking to have 15 takeaways and 15 pages of notes. Oftentimes I will. But when I leave that event and I go back and I look through the notes, I choose one thing that I can apply immediately to my life. And that event was worth it in spades. Then I can go back over time, read my notes again, and apply another thing. Can you imagine a life where every three months you're implementing something new to shift your life? What would your life look after 12 months, 24 months, three years? Your life would be completely different. So I want to encourage you to have a different perspective on listening to a podcast or a church sermon, or listening to a speaker, watching a video, reading a book, if it's about pers personal, professional, or leadership development, or going to an event. Have the expectation that all you need to make it worth it is one thing that you can take away or, or apply to your life. Okay. Now with that concept, I want to talk to you about your impact because now it wasn't like this when I was coming up in personal development or coming up in uh, the network marketing world. We didn't have social media. MySpace was just starting then. And it certainly wasn't something that everybody was using in everyday life and for business or anything. It was like kids were using it or students. Um, but now we live in a world where, I mean, 
the bulk of advertising dollars are being spent on social media platforms. Google still is is up there, but it's social media platforms are getting the bulk of big company advertising dollars. It's all through these social channels, much less through television, um, billboards, and the what in my day was traditional marketing. So this idea that you know we need to be this big influencer on these social media platforms has really taken root not just in the business world but in people's just personal lives they feel like oh i don't you know i don't have that much of a following you know i don't have any very many people watching or you know responding or liking my stuff and so gosh depression is at an all time high poor kids that grow up in this age you know, putting stuff on social media, trying so hard to gain clout and followers and, you know, get the attention that they think that they need to have to be a valued member of the world, to be a valued member of society. It's sad. It really is sad. But I want to impress something upon you. Because whether you realize it or not, people are seeing the stuff that you put out on social media, even if they don't like it. And what if there was only one person that you impacted with a post or a comment or what if it was only one person? Would that be enough for you? What if one thing that you said or posted or did or spoke to somebody when you were out and about running errands? What if one person's life was impacted? Would it be enough? Of course it would. Of course it would be enough. I didn't always feel this way. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, when I when I started my podcast in 2017, um, I didn't do it for marketing or anything. I really started it because I felt that God was nudging on my heart to be more bold about my faith. And I didn't really know how that was supposed to look. So I thought I'll start this podcast and I'll just start speaking about everything through the lens of faith. And so I was really doing it for an audience of one. This is the truth. But I got really caught up in the analytics. I would look to see how many downloads I had, how many watches I had. It was only an audio podcast at that point. I wasn't doing video, but it started to get discouraging. I'm like, oh, I only had 200 downloads of the podcast. Like this is worthless. And it really started to make me question what I was doing and discourage me. How sad. And God really just nudged on me. Number one, he would always bring, as soon as I started to feel discouraged about the podcast, he would always bring somebody to me to send me a message or find me and say, and, and tell me how that podcast had impacted their life, how it had blessed them. And that one comment was enough to keep me going. Well, eventually that happened a number of times. And I realized, why are you looking at the analytics of that podcast? If you started this podcast, I'm speaking to myself, if you started this podcast, as an act of obedience to the Lord, what does it matter? What does it matter if you got 10 downloads or 10,000 downloads? You're doing it to be obedient. And if even one life was impacted, then that one life was enough. And that really began to change my perspective about anything that I did, whether it was on social media or in person. If I spoke at an event, you know, you don't, we, everybody really wants to feel valued and what they're doing means something. And so, you know, if you spoke at an event or shared a testimony or something, and one person came up to you at the end and told you how impactful that was, it is enough. 
because every individual life matters so much to God. We read in the Bible that he left the 99 sheep to go after the one lost sheep. That one matters, that one life, that one habit, the power of one. Don't get wrapped up in analytics in your life in general. Don't get wrapped up. You are having an impact everywhere you go with everything that you do. And I think that we probably won't see the result of that while we're on this earth. I'm I'm assured of that. We're not going to see it. But I have a feeling when we get to heaven, we're going to get to see every time that something that we said or an action that we took or something that we did impacted a life individually. And the, and the ripple effect of that one life goes on and on and on. It's this pay it forward mentality, right? This, uh, this act of kindness, this impact of lives, this doing good for others and serving others, not worrying about the end result, trusting God with that. One of my things that little mantras that I've said to myself for years is, um, God, I'll do the work. I'll be obedient. What, is, what are you asking of me, God? My answer is yes, I'll do it. I'll do the work. I'll run into it. I'll cannonball into what you're asking me to do, right? And then you handle the result. I have disconnected myself from being obsessively worried about the result of the actions that God is asking me to take. Because if God is asking me to do something, he's God, I'm not, then my only job is to do the thing he's asking, not to worry about the result. That's on him. That's on him. Doing unto others as we would have done unto us. Forgiving, right? Showing mercy um, and sh- grace to other people. Not wor- Letting God deal with the other stuff. Continuing on in the calling that you feel God has placed on your life. Not worrying about the result of it, but taking the action that God is asking you to take. We are way too wrapped up in it. Now, results are an indicator of something, right? They are an indicator. They are information and data for you to have, but it's not something to be obsessive over because if God is asking you to take an action, then that's the thing that you need to be obsessive over, responding to that. And if you are listening to the voice of God, I promise you, He is shaping and molding you. So there will come a time where you do get to see the result of that action. Maybe in the beginning you don't because he's shaping you to prepare you because a lot of people can't handle the increase. They can't handle the attention. They can't handle the cloud. They can't handle the money, right? They can't handle the increase. So God is growing and developing you into the person by responding to him, by being obedient, not worrying about the result, So that when he is ready for the result to happen for you, that you are also ready. The power of one, the power of one habit, one takeaway, one action implemented into your life, and the power of one life being impacted by you. It's profound and it will set you free. It will set you free from the worry. It'll set you free from the competition, like comparing yourself to this person. And that person, we have idolized people that have followings and followers and likes and views and all of that. And that's like, just think of the word idolize. 
we've made an idol out of that person and the results that they are or aren't getting or the algorithm or whatever. I only want to idolize one thing, and that is Jesus. So I stay focused on him, responding to him, continuing to uh, increase my growth, my capacity, my ability to be obedient, my ability to show grace and mercy to other people, my ability to lead, my ability to follow him. That's what I stay focused on. I want to encourage you to stay focused on those things. And watch how the pressure begins to fall off of you. The worry of comparing yourself, the worry about the impact. That's what the enemy wants you. He wants you to feel discouraged, so you stop. He wants you to go, well, I'm not even, it's not even helping anybody. Why am I doing this? Because God called you to, that's the why. Because God called you to it. That's our job. Our job is to be obedient to God and to allow him to get the glory for all of the things. If you had the ability to do those things in and of yourself, he wouldn't get the glory you would. That's freeing too. That is a freeing, oh, that is a freeing concept to take on. And you can just take a breath and exhale and let your shoulders drop and go, God, it's actually so simple. I get to show up in all of my inadequacies, <laughs> in all of the things that I still need to learn. I don't have to worry about the result. I can just focus on what you are calling me to do. The power of one. And the power of one being you. See all the different ways the power of one is so powerful. You, this one person, being obedient to your one God. And watch how he takes that one thing and he increases it. See, obedience opens up increase. Everybody's praying for increase, praying for favor, but not being obedient to the things that God's calling you to do. And then you're wondering why nothing's happening. The process starts with obedience and then growth, preparing you, preparing your capacity, humbling you so that if and when that is part of his plan for you to have your name up in lights, right? And have millions of followers, millions of downloads and views that you have the character to handle the increase. Sadly, most people don't. They're just working for the increase. They're not working for the character. They're not working to be obedient to this guy up there. It'll change your life. I'm telling you, the power of one will change your life. I could use this in so many different um, analogies with the power of one. You know, you worrying about you. Don't worry about other people. You. You worry about him. Your relationship with him first and foremost. Power of one. I hope this was beneficial to you today. I hope this helps you. You know, here inside of Girl Power Alliance, we are so focused on helping you to step into your kingdom identity and becoming that person that God designed you to be. That's what the entire membership is built around. So you have over 350 different modules. You have live calls. You have certifications that you can plug into. And you have a, gosh, a rich opportunity to build an income by sharing those things with other people. It is a digital platform so you don't have to worry about shipping product, providing things for people. We do all of that. You get the fun of just promoting this to other people, just sharing the opportunity to start a business for less than $500, 
and your monthly overhead is less than $200 a month, it's $150 a month, and yet the ability for you to grow an income is there's no limit to it. It's based only on how big your vision can be. We are so proud of that. We're trying to bring believers back into the room. I have a vision in my mind of more kingdom billionaires in the world, more kingdom millionaires in the world, more financially free people that love Jesus. Bring believers back into the room. I know I want to be in that room. If you want to be in that room, make sure you connect with us. We would love it if you shared the podcast, like it, subscribe to the podcast, share it with somebody else. And we would love to hear from you. Girlpoweralliance.com. We are literally just a click away. All of the information is in the show notes and we cannot wait to welcome you into our family.